I'm, I've been listening to you jabber jaw for five minutes. I'm sorry. Jab, jab, you're trying to get this over with, bro. The, Don't. That was the, that was the shark that loved to drum. <laughs> was that his name? Yeah, that was Jabberjaw. All right, let's go. Yeah. Are we ready? Go. Welcome to the podcast. That's our movie, the podcast. It is the 2024 Moleys. The Moleys. Get fucked, Oscar. It's time for the real awards show. That's right. We're you're celebrating on, all things. You're stepping on Alex Strong over here. He, oh, I'm he sorry. Yeah, please. Song going. Let him the song. Too late. Ah, oh, see. Oh. The, the I didn't read that in the production or seventh notes. annual of this? Seventh? This is our seventh Moleys? I think it's like sixth or seventh, yeah. Oh we should box God. up our top 35 movies as a Criterion collection. <laughs> I think we might get sued. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's a, that's a thing you can do legally, but I love the idea. Yeah. No, but no, honestly, we still, like, we still we, gotta make the patient first collection. That shit still makes me laugh. That's one of the funniest. I love that shit. Call it, call it phase one. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's the Moleys, folks. It's, it's the year that was. This year, looking back, it was weird because it felt like I don't know about how you guys felt, but looking through the list, it felt like there was more and less movies that I remembered this year. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a weird year, maybe because we kind of took like almost a month off because of Southland yeah. Tales. But like, I felt like we watched more movies, but then I, a lot of the stuff I remember was from the previous year. So it's going to be interesting. We watched, we watched a lot of movies. trash. Yeah. We also watched yeah. several movies that came out this year. That's yeah. true. So, so my lists are yeah. commingled. They're categorized. Yeah, we I feel like that ends up happening a little bit in previous years. I feel like we always end up at least watching like one or two current movies. Uh, not there, a, there's not a couple odd. movies on my list. I'm just going to put this out on Front Street that came out in late December in That's some true. places and January in other places, but they need to be talked about. So that yeah, this is how it is. Yeah, who cares? I mean, okay. you know, the, the, the moly police are going to come after you. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Well, how, what, <laughs> what uh, category do you want to get started on? Biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment. No, that's, a, that's unnecessary. That's, no, that, that's, I mean, I like it. It's a it's a one like, one movie banger. I that's fine. Start off right. with a quick uh, one. There, if you have them easily. Oh, sorry. What's that? Alex? I couldn't hear you. Oh, I was talking to my wife because my headset's down. Oh. My wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Always kills. All yeah, right. It's, it's the funniest thing ever ever made. <laughs> biggest. Uh, right, Biggest, 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 biggest disappointment, uh, Gogs. What's your biggest disappointment of 2023? My biggest disappointment in 2024. Sorry, 2023. And this is uh, just to be clear for listeners. If it's your first time listening. This is the biggest disappointment of uh, movie the podcast movies, not just in general. That's correct. Um, we go between. Biggest... We go between. Yeah, we go go between uh, what we refer to as analog films, films we watch outside of the show and movies. In shows. the wild, wildly yes. released. Wildly released. Uh, Another yeah. great my, dog's my, banger. Gonzo. My biggest disappointment, <laughs> Gonzo films, my biggest disappointment of 2023, uh, it's because of the trailer to movie ratio, uh, would be Michael Fassbender's Bender's The Counselor. Um, uh, um, that also mine. Also what? mine. Also That's yours. Also my biggest disappointment, but I'll, talk I'll about talk it. about my reasoning after you. Yeah. The trailer, the trailer slapped hard. The trailer really That's, came the at trailer you. Trailer was awesome. 
and, and then the, it's written by Cormac McCarthy, who's right. a fucking genius. And yeah. oh my god, so and that bad. Movie just just sucked a pile of assholes in not the best way possible. It was, it was uh, pretentious and confusing and stupid and just you know what? Even the unnecessary violence, which is normally an over the top selling point, was just oh, yeah. unearned and dumb. And, and weird sexuality, which and is really like a fun. prescient, a prescient Rosie Perez sensing when her son's head got lopped off by a really cool decapitation scene. I mean, that if you could like just take any scene from the movie, that was kind of cool. Him getting that like his rude. head like garroted from like the like a like that was cool shit. But God, that movie was bad. And it's funny because I think I talked about this uh when we watched the movie, but I remember thinking like, well, this is one of those movies that like critics didn't really like, but you know, we watched a lot of movies that like critics didn't like, and then we're like, it's pretty good. And I was kind of hoping it would be like that, like a sleeper movie that was like, I don't know, kind of like, uh, too nihilistic for like critics, but it was actually pretty good. No, it was just terrible. And it's, it's full of people we love. The cast is amazing. The cast is fantastic, but like, you know, TJ rule five minutes into this movie, you knew it was going to be bad because like, there's like a, the opening scene is like a monologue about eating pussy. And you're like, Oh no. Right. Oh no. It only could have only been worse if Al Pacino was the one delivering that monologue. Michael Fassbender literally have to like wipe his mouth. It was like really nasty. It's like, it was, it was, they really horned this movie up, but that's my, so that's yeah. me and TJ's R- biggest disappointment. R.I.P. Cormac McCarthy. You're still. I mean, not anymore. He can just rest. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's in peace or not. Uh, Sean. It's a little harsh. This movie sucks. Uh, my biggest disappointment was, was the, uh, Emilio Estevez awkward film Men at Work. Because yeah, it's a movie I remember good. loving as a young person. Yeah. And it's like one of the most boringest movies we've ever watched. Like, you know, this is going to be a theme, I think, probably with a lot of these movies. It's just like nothing happens. Yeah, I remember uh, having affection like, for it. And same. like, yeah, me too. Me, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the crawl problem. You know, it's the, oh, yeah, it's great. And you go back to, oh, this sucked. We're just happy. Nothing has a crawl problem. That. That that gaslit and ruined me. It made me rethink a lot of things when I realized how bad Kroll was. It's kind of like that nostalgia I have for DVDs where it's like, oh, I got to watch a whole movie, like on TV. (laughs) I don't get to watch movies whenever I want to, so like I was just excited to see a movie when I was nine or whenever Mm -hmm. it came out. Uh, But that's me. Alex? Um, My biggest disappointment, and it's... it's, uh, for different reasons than you guys. My biggest disappointment was Finch because I really thought oh. you guys were all good. Oh, on I know why. And yeah. I was very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. actually mad for like a week. Like I, I almost, know. I almost didn't do the show the next week. I was so angry. Oh, but like, I was very disappointed with, uh, everybody's ratings of it. And how they felt about it. I, I thought it would have been like <laughs> a four quadrant banger. Had a cool, that's a cool like, looking that's robot. Like when we watched... Tom Hanks, dog. Our, our the robot was cool. Yeah. What more do you want in a movie? It's like Repo Man. It's like, yeah. it, I mean, I gave it a seven with the exact it's, same story Repo Man. It's like, it's like when, when we watched Turbo Kid and you hated it and I was shocked. I was legitimately yeah. shocked you didn't like that movie. Still am to this day, as a matter of fact. I, but sorry, buddy. That was my biggest disappointment. I also wrote down a biggest disappointment for real movies because I did this before you clarified 
That's fine. We got time. Why not? My biggest real disappointment was Across the Spider Verse. That movie. I understand. <laughs> like, I was expecting that to be like one of the best movies of the year. And it's not bad. But God, like the mileage that that to be continued gets in ruining that movie for me just is crazy. Yeah. Your biggest disappointment of 2024 is probably going to be my top five then. Um, Say that again. Uh, anyway, continue. Yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> like, I'm still excited for the next one. I'm hoping they can really like yeah. bring it together and make it round out a nice trilogy and have a good just, ending. But just the way that it, the way that it ended with like the to be continued, which is going to lead directly into it, kind of it just. And I mean, we've talked about this before. It just bothered the shit. I think it bothered the shit out of Sean too. Yeah, it did. I, I, I think I'm the only one that didn't really bother. I, I yeah, am also I, I disappointed. I'm also dis- I'm I'm disappointed in the fact that we're not getting it next year. Like that sucks. Like I know that the plan was to put it out next year. It just fucking blows that we're not getting it this year. It's or next year. Th- this year, excuse me. Um. All right, uh, Gogs. Uh, what's the next uh, topic, my friend? Um. How about we can book in with? We'll leave. Let surprises be the last thing. Uh. Let's talk okay. about our top movie the mm-hmm. podcast films. Ooh, top movie, the podcast films. There's... In, instead of going round robin like we usually do, mm-hmm. does somebody does somebody just want to give all five of theirs? I, I like that jump idea. In, I'm fine with that. And then yeah, we I can like jump in until we get around to everybody and everything's been covered. That's a good idea. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, I'll well, you can go ahead and start. Um, My number five was Life. The uh, Eddie Murphy, Martin. That was That was really good. Lawrence movie. Oh, yeah. Uh that movie I, I, was, I've never seen it either. Like that's the first time I've watched that film. Like I was pleasantly surprised. That movie, like good. like there are lines in that movie, like I don't think I had seen it. I just I watched it like a year and a half ago. But before that I hadn't seen it since I saw it like whenever it originally aired on HBO. And like there are lines in that movie that still ring around in my head every day. Like twenty years later for a ridiculous movie I only saw it like, once. Like the cornbread line. That's my cornbread. You're taking my fucking cornbread. Um, but that movie fucking slaps. Um, my number four was Dolomite is my name. That was uh, my number five. Also, also another number Eddie, four. another Eddie Murphy banger. Like Eddie Murphy, like what I want to see him doing, what I hope he's doing in Beverly Hills Cop Four or whatever it is. Like I want to see him not necessarily raunchy, but just like unhinged like with his edge like just doing whatever he wants to do not sanitized you could tell he was having fun like he was like really enjoying himself on that set yeah Yeah. and like i hope i hope he i hope he does that in beverly hills cop i hope he's uh i hope he's lets himself like have fun because apparently and reading some other stuff about beverly hills cop 3 like he was fucking miserable making that movie and -hmm. i think it comes across in the movie oh yeah yeah that he it was one of those contractually obligated. It things. it barely missed my bottom five because I just remember it being real bad. But like Sean said earlier in the show, we watched a lot of crap this year, so <laughs> the bottom was it was hard to sift through. But just to to jump in on uh, Dolomite is my name. Like what a joy to watch. Like it just felt like you. I I can't I can't stress it enough and agree with you more. 
that just everyone seemed to have a great time making this movie. Like it felt like, like we watched so many movies on the show that just feel like they're going through the motions. Like the flash comes to mind. I mean, and we like, like Wesley Snipes in that movie. Oh, he's amazing. Like he's having yeah. a goddamn blast. And he was the last really time good. Wesley Snipes was like good at anything or looked like he cared about anything. Yeah. It's been Demolition, a man. Yeah. I mean, he's good. In, he's good in Blade and Blade Two that we watched. He's a lot yeah, of fun in that. But again, that's a, thirty years a, old. Those are movies that he's obviously just like chewing the scenery, having a blast. So, and I, I think like My Name Is Dolomite has a lot of heart. Like it's, it's funny, but it also has like a great storyline, and it feels like it's very, it's very reverent to Rudy Ray Moore, you know. I, and it, it, I just, I think it's really like a great movie. I, I. I can't say enough good things about that movie. I recommend well, it to people all the time. Yeah, it was it was my number five, and it was like it's a ton of fun. Eddie Murphy's great in it. The whole cast is great in it. But to your point, TJ, like I didn't know the Rudy Ray Moore story, and the fact that it all works out for him in the end, like the rug didn't get like you've seen this story a million yeah. times. We talked about before where the, the, they get screwed in the end, like someone yeah. else got the rights or somebody else did whatever, and the fact that he he made it and he made it on its own and no one fucked him. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it's nice that like you you have the the like the record company executives, but they're like on his side. Like they're never yeah, there's never, never the hear that. And they kind of and maybe it's because you bring the baggage of every other story you've ever seen or heard into the movie. But I don't know. When I first watched it, I kind of felt like oh they're gonna fuck him at some point because like when they're like oh you're leveraging everything against this movie, but like they wanted him to succeed too, which is probably. I don't know. I'd see even now, like in real life, there is probably not accurate, but it works for the movie. Like I, and maybe it is accurate. I don't know. I'm just so distrustful of like fucking executives. So I don't know. And again, that's, that's my own baggage, but a yeah, great movie. Um, my number three was wrath of Becky. Ah, very nice. Good pick. That was a fun movie. Shout um, out to quiver distribution. I don't think it was as good as the first one, probably just because of some of the shock value, but it was still very entertaining. And uh, I want to see her do more stuff. Um, I'd like to see her get some kind of like superhero movie. That would be fun. Like imagine like somebody like her is like Hit Girl. Yeah, that would be not great. that Hit Girl's not already been done, but something like in that something similar to that. Yeah. In that vein. Um, it, it was fun to see her pop up in. um that uh, Mike Flanagan show that we liked, the uh, Fall of the House of Usher. She plays the young. She plays the sister when they're kids. Oh yeah, she's like, only in it for it, like a second. Yeah, she's only in it for yeah. like the first episode. But I was did like, you finish that show? That show's really good. I loved it. I I now I gotta watch his other two shows as I or three shows I think the Midnight Mass and the other the House on Haunted Hill or whatever. I need to watch. Yeah, them. the Haunting of Hill House is really good. That's it. Sorry. The other one that like. Wow, the other one we didn't finish. The Midnight Mass we didn't finish because, like, he's got this weird thing where he's got to kill cats, like, in all his shows. Hmm. And Midnight Mass, he kills he kills a bunch of cats, and it's like, what, like, uh, what are you doing? Like, why, man? Like, in uh, in Fall of the House of Usher, that's like the like direct uh, yeah O reference, but yeah. Also, the cat kind of wins in that one. Like, the cat's fine at the end. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Yeah, it's uh, just some awful imagery. But anyway. Yeah, I um, agree. I, you know me. I love cats. I don't I don't want to see any animals get hurt. My number kitties. my number two, uh, Timmy Cruz is Oblivion. Timmy Cruz. Coming in in numero dos. It was a fun movie. The old Al Boski. Um, 
Yeah, like that's that's a perfect Tom Cruise movie. Like I really want to watch Edge of Tomorrow again soon. I just um, watched that in the last couple of months. It's tons of fun. He's a great actor. I want to watch we was it uh we watched War of the Worlds for the show and he was great in that. He's solid in a sci fi yes. movie. Um but yeah, man, Oblivion's fun. He's doing a Tom Cruise thing. He's gotta do his thing where he tries to make everybody realize how grounded he is by doing replaying the Yankees game in his head or whatever. Um I the ending is I understand sports. The ending is kind of cool with the whole like yeah. clone and thing. I I enjoyed it's, that. It's definitely a slept on movie. Yeah, um, I, I was kind of worried about it when we picked it to be honest, because I was like, "Is this going to be like?" Because I don't know. I just remember it coming out and look kind of it looked kind of generic. Like the trailers look kind of generic, and then I was like, "Oh, this is well, good." I, I think the fact that it came out so close to Edge of Tomorrow, whatever that movie's called now, like kind yeah, of lived <laughs> it a little either, bit. I I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to start an OnlyFans called Edging tomorrow, but that's a whole other story. Edging is over. We're on gooning now. <laughs> Season of the goon. Um, and my number one is Ooh, Who Framed, drum roll. Who framed Roger Rabbit. Hell yeah. What a yeah. pick. I forgot we watched that. That was my number four. Yeah. It's a banger. I thought you said um, Dolomite was your number four. Dolomite was number, number five. Uh, Dolomite's your number four. <laughs> Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is absolutely a masterpiece. Yeah, um, a masterpiece that still holds up 30 years later. Like, animation-wise, effects-wise, it's crazy. Um, also, it takes a lot of risks that I feel like a, a kid's movie now just would not do. Like, it's a I feel super, like, super competent noir movie. Well, like, no it's like, would like be that confidential loose. with, with uh, animation. Nobody would be that loose with their licensed properties right now, for sure. That's no. true. Well, didn't I, when we, we watched it, right? Wasn't this kind of based off a Chinatown 2 script or something? Something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, well, and a novel. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know the, uh, about the novel, but I, I thought yeah. it had some connection to Chinatown or something. I like think that. it does, yeah. Well, I mean, it has basically the same plot as the first Chinatown. It, it does, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, you, well, somebody did say that because it, it's based on a, or maybe it's based on a true, loosely based on a true story about <laughs> the cool world, <laughs> about the uh, something to do with the rail, with the that's LA it. mass transit, the, the freeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. Alex got it right. There was a sequel to Chinatown that was going to deal with the highway or some shit, right? I've never not, seen the two Jakes. Not yeah, the two Jakes. Might, yeah. Oh, is that what the two Jakes is about? I've never the seen it. The two Jakes either. is the sequel to Chinatown, but I don't know what the, the, the plot funny is. thing about the two Jakes is I just the only thing I remember about the fucking two Jakes is that it's like a, a Robert Evans joke that's on the Simpsons or something. Or it's like I don't know. I just he refers to the two Jakes and that's like all I know about the movie. Um so that rounds out my top five. Let's Hell go yeah. dogs. Good picks. All right. Well, my four was Two Frame Roger Rabbit, banger. My five was Dolomite is my name, banger. Banger. Uh, number three coming in hot is uh, Ray Liotta's Narc. That's, That's also my, my number, number three. three. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, three number threes. Man, that, that movie, movie rocks. Ass. That movie is one of those like young man movies that I ass. didn't think would hold up, but it's somehow it's better so now good. that I'm an older man. Like it is. Dude. He's great in it. Jason Patrick's phenomenal in it. Fucking Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes yeah. in it. Like that Dude. movie is so good, and the twist is so good. The ending is so good. 
The well, it doesn't. It so does such a great job good. of not like you know even movies with like dirty cops, like even like a Training Day or something, has a tendency yeah. to lionize cops. Like, well, this one's bad, but this one's still good. It's like even Jason right. Patrick, he's not like good. You know what I mean? No. He's, he's just, just like the, the lesser. Yeah. No, that movie yeah. fucking rules. Joe Carnahan Joe... is a really good writer. I was going to say, I know Joe Carnahan's had, like, a really good career, but, like, I think we said this when we did the show, but, man, I wish he'd make something else like, like, Narc again, because he's had some good stuff. Like, he made The Gray, and he made Boss Level was tremendous. Wolf Puncher rules. Boss Level's good. I like Smoking Aces, except for the ending. I know we've we've talked about it a billion times, but Smoking Aces is a ton of fun. A-Team's fun. I want the Sean edit. Gogs hates that AT movie. I don't hate it at all. That's, that is one of my most like, un, um, like I don't understand that because it feels it's like it's like, it? Gogs. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's like a fucking masterpiece, but like I wasn't mad when I watched it. Like I thought I it was should, entertaining. Maybe maybe it's maybe I'll rewatch it. It's a reverse crawl. Maybe it's it, it's my, it's my biggest surprise of 2012 or whatever that came I, out. I also like wish that I I know we we probably talked about this before too, but Joe Carnahan is a big comic book guy. And he wanted yeah. to make like a '70s like Frank Miller Daredevil movie, which would have oh, been yeah. amazing. <laughs> but you'll never get that now. Like, there's no, no way. Shame. But anyway, uh, go ahead, Cox. Uh, number Mark's two. Great, number two was uh, t- uh, Timmy Hanks and uh, oh, what's his name? A Road to Perdition. Uh, that's uh, that's my number one. No banger. One. I love that movie. Jude Law, like, that's the name of the skate. That movie, God, that movie ruled so fucking good. It would have Tom been Hanks. my number one if I was on that episode. Tom mm. Hanks. Oh, Chermoyo. Yep, Chermoyo, okay. Uh, Tom Hanks is so effing good in that movie. Jude and Law like, is really him fucking good in that movie, Jude, too. Jude Law is great. Paul um, Newman's amazing. Paul in Newman uh, get, drinking his salad dressing is great. Uh, 007's the worst and yeah, he's great in that and, movie you know it's funny I t- I've seen Road to Perdition a couple of times I forgot that Daniel Craig was in the movie and he's yeah. great like I just I don't know man that, that movie is just like a stone cold classic and I don't based understand. off an atrocious comic book I never read the comic um, it's like but um, I, History of Violence is also really bad, but a really good movie. I have read that comic. That comic is bad. I read it after the movie. I was like, ooh. Um, but no, man, I wrote a prediction, and, and we again, I, I'm going to say this a lot, but we talked about it during the show. It's a movie that's kind of been forgotten about, but man, I yeah. think it's like, it to me, it is one of like the best movies of like the last, like I don't know, 20 years like it's damn, very damn near per, damn near perfect like it's just Sam Mendes has had an interesting career and you want to talk about a guy with a weird ass career Sam Mendes 100% he needs to get the fuck away from those James Bond movies it's like you're yeah, make American your Beauty 2 finally <laughs> yeah it's like a, like a great like a great gangster story a great like it's a sci-fi movie for some reason American Beauty Begins <laughs> American Beauty Origins. <laughs> <laughs> it's American oh, Beauty America. Origins, Annette Benning. American Beauty. <laughs> Everyone's gay now. Uh, come on. Oh, oh. Sam Mendez. Shout out yeah. to Sam Mendez. You're kind of yeah. good. You've made a lot of trash, but you're pretty good. When you hit, uh, you hit. Yeah. I mean, again, Road to Perdition. Like, I, I don't think... I, I just I I'm really happy we watched it on the show. 
But like, I, it's just such a showcase for everyone in that movie. I just think it's just so like it's handled so well. Again, that's my number one. So. All right. Um, mine. Yeah. Love that movie. But one movie I loved more, uh, from the lady, the myth, the legend, Catherine Bigelow, strange days. That's my number two. That's a good Uh, one. That movie is neo noir, just dripping in just like cyberpunk, like all the stuff I love. One of the best cyberpunk movies. It's 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 not really that cyberpunky to be honest. Yeah. Like I said, it's my number two. It's, it's like the better, like they kind of took the Johnny mnemonic, like the upload the shit into your brain with a cassette tape and really nailed it because the movie is not specifically about the technology in the same way that a lot of the movies are. It's still just a detective, like a noir movie kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's, the technology just happens to be part of the like part. I mean, of the I feel like it's like I, I feel yeah. like that's the best cyberpunk is like the stuff where it's like kind of the tech is the window dressing. Really, yeah. it's like about everything else. And it's like a future yeah. you can see from here. And it's like oh, yeah. the cast is Sizemore's amazing. Fucking Juliet Lewis is amazing. So Ray Fiennes insane. Yes. Like, yeah, Angela Bassett's great. Tom, like, fucking Vincent D'Onofrio was good in his little bit. You got Fickner, you got Michael Wincott, you got all those beasts, like, those B guys that oh, we Oh, yeah, love. Wincott. Wincott's yeah. in that. Yeah, he's the bad guy. That he's so fucking good. It's so good. And it's also, like, I, I Sean, this is something that Sean has brought up a bunch, and I, I, it's just something I really agree with, like, hard. It's just cool. Like, it's just a cool movie. Like, I, like yeah. it's just very fucking cool. Like, it yeah, doesn't feel how... dated at all, and I no. don't understand how. No. And, like, Ray Fines is like a scumbag, and he's just dripping charisma. Like, he's oh. the fucking best. Talk about another movie that's been kind of lost in time. I don't even think there's a fucking Blu-ray of that. You movie. can't. I bought a Blu-ray, and it's yeah. the wrong region. Like, I gotta uh, buy a region-free Blu-ray player to watch this bitch. Um, but yeah, that that rounds up my top five. Come on, five. Vinegar Syndrome, Shout Factory. Where's the fucking Strange Days Blu-ray? They must be locked up in some sort of weird rights dispute. There's, there's a new... Uh, there's a, I forget their name, but there's a new prestige Blu-ray company that's out that they're putting out some good stuff. I can't remember their... Like, it's got a weird name, but they're like Criterion level. Like, it looks... Like, their stuff looks pretty cool so far. Um, if you're listening, CEO of this elusive company, please put out Strange Days. I think it's Radiant, I think, is their name. Radiant Films, but they Silver they, gun. They, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Radiant Silver Gun. Shout out to Sega Saturn, everybody. <laughs> that 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 references for two and a half people. Hell yeah. Uh and Sean and I are two of them. Uh, All right. Sean, do you have anything left to to, to Yeah, to so my, my number five is something that I'm shocked was not on Gogs's list. It's the Kurt Russell Sylvester Stallone vehicle, Tango and Cash. It was it Barely was one of all missed. of all Barely of my movies that are on my list were were tens, and Tango and yeah. Cash was a ten, but it just got edged out by Dolomite, like because Dolomite was just such a like ple- like I knew I loved Tango and Cash, but Dolomite was such a pleasant surprise. But Tango and Cash rules was insane. I've, I forget who mentioned on the show, but it, it's perfect. It is the ultimate 80s movie that just got to happen and be made in, like, 1994 or whatever. Like, it is, like, they're talking about each other's dicks all the time. It's, like, fucking Jack Palance is just chewing the entire set. Like, I've that movie's so much fun. It's uh, so good. Speaking, there's speaking a of fun, scene at the end where there's just nothing but explosions and apparently, like, and a several, monster truck. Apparently, has, several stunt people, like, got severely hurt because there's just yeah, explosions it, like, it everywhere. Takes place, 
in like Mr. Han's palace and Enter the Dragon and like it's fucking stupid. Uh, speaking of fucking stupid, a, a movie that I know is on nobody else's list, uh, the Stephen King vehicle vehicle, uh, Maximum Overdrive, That's which is another tops? movie. That's my number four. Both. Oh my god, that almost made my bottom. <laughs> oh god, I love that movie. It's so much fun. Uh, there's a lot of movies I omitted on here because they're not really movies or they're shit we've talked about to death. So yeah. I tried to uh, sure. skip that. But I mean, that soda machine that was like trying to kill them. Like, <laughs> that it's was a soda a, machine. See, dog. That, the that, trucks the are parts, growling at people. Like, it's bro, so the, like. Yeah. But the, the, the part, you're right. The parts that hit are, are like home runs. Because the, yeah. the, when that soda machine kills that kid it, or the coach, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> or like. Doesn't the bank tell him to fuck off or something? Yeah. Like, but then there's that slot, that big span in the middle where yeah. like nothing happens. Well, that's, that's where all the weird sex happens and the sewer that. fight. And yeah. Then, and, and Lisa Simpson's like horny the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is getting an argument with a truck about the amount of gas that there is. You know what? Maybe I've, I've, I've misjudged you. <laughs> I wasn't familiar with your game, sir. Uh, <laughs> I had a narc was number three, strange days was number two, and my number one. It was also my movie of the year that year is uh, Riley Stern's Duel, which is one of my favorite uh, movies. Just my, full stop. That's that my number anger. two. That's my number two. I Duel, adore that movie. Duel is so fucking good. Like I, that guy's made three movies that I'm aware of, and all of them are fucking bangers, and they're all just different enough to not feel like uh like it's just. Like I love um uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, but like they're they're a little bit more samey, I guess. Like I I don't know, man. Like he's a contemporary to them. I can't say enough good things about Duel. Like I I just really can't. Like you know we don't want to end up in a situation where we fuck each other. Like that guy obviously did with his clone and the fucking <laughs> hip hop dancing and just like the, uh what's his name from Breaking Bad? So he's really oh, good uh, in it. How do we always forget his name? Um, <sighs> shit, I Aaron. Jesse Pitt, Aaron. Aaron. What is his name? Aaron Jesse Paul. Pinkman. Aaron Paul. The other, the the lost Paul brother. And and it's got, I think the at least the me and TJ favorite kind of ending where nothing is resolved well, and it's just oh, like I'm I, still stuck in this fucking I life. Like, I fought so hard to live yeah. this life, and now I hate it. I love the ending because like it's so like grim. Like it's just yep. like I've that's what it means through. to be human is to suffer. Yeah, I've gone through all of this. And I also just love the conceit of the movie because, like, it really starts out and you feel like it's kind of like in, in another genre that I love, kind of that a, a battle royale-esque yeah. genre. And it's not really about that at all. Like, yeah. it kind of is, but, like, that is barely touched on in the movie. And, and I know and, we've talked about it a couple of times, but that part where it's like, well, one of you has to die because we can't have run the two of you running around. That would silly. be silly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also I love how I I I love every scene in that movie where she goes to the doctors and they're like they're they're like well there you know it, there's a ninety nine percent chance you're gonna die. Okay, so there's a but you're definitely chance, gonna die. But you're definitely gonna die. There's a one. Per, you said there'd be a one percent chance that I'd live. No, you're you're definitely dying. Right. Yeah. I also but love I, that yeah, they, didn't they make the clone in like fifteen seconds. They're like, oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm with, like I said, that's my number two. I adore yeah. that movie. Uh, a Road Perdition is a classic, and probably would have been my number one again had I been on the show. I have a hard time. I still think out of his films, I think Art of Self-Defense is my favorite. 
But like all three of those. Uh, What's the third faults? one? Under uh, fracture faults, yeah. Faults with uh, Leland, he made me fucker Leland Orser. Yeah, Leland Orser and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and it's mm-hmm. about uh, Leland Orser is like this like motivational speaker deprogrammer, like he's like a famous like alt deprogrammer, and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead's parents like hire him to deprogrammer. It's amazing, and I don't want to yeah. give anything else away because it's like there's a lot of twists it's and turns. So it's on the Plex. I highly recommend it. I think it's like an All hour right. and fifteen minutes long. PJ, do you have anything remaining? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so mine, my number five was Blade Two, which I fucking Hell loved. Yeah. I thought that movie was so much rules. fun. And I, you know, it's funny. I had this argument. Like, it's so weird how movies that I don't really talk about or think about for a while, like we do the show on them, and then like, you know, I'm in like a million different fucking like film groups, and somebody just randomly posted like, hey. What's what, like? Why does everybody hate Blade Two? It's the, everything the first one does, but better. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And it's like a horror movie. And like, I, I, I know that it's got its haters, but man, I think that movie is a blast. Like, I, I get like the the complaints about the CGI and stuff, but like, to, to I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's over the top and silly, and like, it feels like a horror movie. Like, whereas the first one really doesn't. I, I don't know. I. I thought it was great. I had a blast watching it. Um, my number four is Dolabite. My number three is Narc. Uh, my number two is Duel. And my number one is Road to Perdition. So those are all movies that we already talked about. Um, but uh, again, you know, we had some real lows this year, but I think our highs, I mean, we had, we had some really, really solid movies that we watched this year. Like I, I think it was a, a pretty good year overall. All right. So, uh, are we going to shoot to our bottom five now, Cox? I think we should do the bottom five new releases. Then we'll do the bottom five movie, the podcast that we can end with top Crazy. five new releases. Yeah. Okay. I'm all over the board. I like, yeah, it. it's, it's weird, but okay. Let's keep him interested. Uh, all right. Fine. So bottom five, this yeah, is bottom keep, five. Let's keep him interested. Let's, let's keep, keep Anthony interested. <laughs> Anthony and Brent interested. <laughs> and Nate, Nate listens. Nate and Matt. Hey, we're, we're almost Matt. up to a thousand subscribers on YouTube somehow. So Hell figure yeah. that and out. At least, at least. Uh, yeah, I'm running, of, I'm running out of Russian e- bots. But. I'm running out of emails to sign up. To <laughs> <YouTube>. <laughs> uh, I'll just go since I just went. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do yeah, a reverse go. order. Yeah. Um. All right. So these are and these are regular movies. These are um, regular normie movies. So this is this is a movie that'll it, it technically doesn't count, but I'm going to count it any. Well, does it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Rebel Moon is my number five. Uh, oh, y'all are crazy. Wow. That movie fucking sucks. Wow. I hate that movie. It's yeah, garbage. that's insane. With all the movies you've seen this year, it's insane take. It's it's fucking terrible. I don't care what you say. It's awful. The old uh, gogs. Number, the old gogs double down. My, <laughs> I, it's bad. It's just bad. And I get like the fact that we're getting to the point where it's like, well, it's not as bad as other Zack. You and me need to have a Blade Two Rebel Moon double feature, and then we'll just fight to the death afterwards. I don't want to fight you. I, we can have different opinions. Nope. nope. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what the show is based on. My uh, number four is The Flash, because that was uh, fucking... That's my number three. That was what that. a oh, fucking... Yeah, what, that, was my, yeah. that was my number two. I wouldn't say you missed it, guys. It's mm. God, that was bad. That's also and my number just, three on another list. <laughs> the Flash was just so fucking soulless and terrible. It um, was a product in the worst possible way, but it's a product for no one. 
Yeah, and it just and and then all the stuff that they tried to hype it up with it, like with the the stupid like uh, cameos that didn't make any sense or have any impact on the, the fucking fake plot. cameos. I would have much rather just seen an hour and a half of what Ezra Miller was up to during the filming than the actual movie. <laughs> so I I um I don't know if I talked about this on a show, but I saw an interview with Nicolas Cage, and they brought him on set. He was there. You could have shot actual Nicolas Cage in that movie, and you chose to have that weird, like, PlayStation 2 Nicolas Cage. Like, I'm not saying it would have made the movie any better, but, like, why, like, the choices in that movie, unbelievably bad. Uh, my number three is a movie I don't think any of you saw. It's called No One Will Save You. It's a movie about an alien invasion. There is no dialogue. Oh, it's a, it's a Hulu movie, right? A Hulu or- movie. Yeah, there is there is zero dialogue in this entire movie, and it is literally just one scene and it just goes on and on and on. And there's nothing compelling about it. It's fucking awful. The guy's not even sweeping up peanuts at the bar. Well, I mean, like you can make like a non. Yeah, I know. Like I I like I mean, again, like um, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is a, a, a movie where I don't think there's dialogue in it for like the first hour. And it's like, it's engaging as hell. Uh, I mean, Mad Max is a movie, or Fury Road, excuse me, is yeah. a movie that like barely has any dialogue. And I think that even like the dialogue is uttered. I think, I think the first line of dialogue is like 25 minutes into the movie. Like you can do it, but there's nothing in this movie that compels you to keep watching. Uh, my number two is one of the worst holiday cash in movies I've ever seen. It feels like it was written by a fucking chat GPT. It's called mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Knife. Uh, oh. it's god awful. Like it's so fucking bad. And uh, what's his name? Justin Long is basically playing like Walton Goggins, like in the weirdest way possible. It's it's fucking terrible. Do not watch it. Don't even bother. And I, you know, it's weird. Um, you know, we we reviewed Violent Night uh two years ago now, and I love Violent Night. And my dumbass was like, you know, they made one like clever new Christmas like kind of different take on like a Christmas movie. Maybe they'll do, maybe somebody else will do another one. Like it's a wonderful life, but like with a horror twist, it's not the worst idea in the world. And I was wrong. But yeah. I uh, thought the premise was really good. I didn't watch it. It's not, it's it dude. Don't it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. And like, it's, it, it like doesn't make any sense. Like it, it's terrible. Again, it really does feel like it's, it was written by a chat GPT. I would not be surprised if it actually was. Uh, my number one, and it's really my fault. So this is kind of a, a bottom, bottom five movie, but bottom, uh, of my, th- the, you know, decision making. I watched VHS 1985 and it was absolutely show regular movies. Like if we watch this on the show, it would be like sub zero. Like it's so fucking bad. None of, none of it reflects like 1985. Like it's not even on theme most not of the even time. Aesthetic. No, it, the cover is the cover's great. Look up the cover. The cover looks fucking awesome, but it is terrible. And this series has like it, it literally out of I don't know. This is like the fourth or fifth one out of like five of these movies. There's been two good segments and I I just don't get it. Like, stop making these fucking things. And yes, the one good segment is that Gareth Evans segment uh, that I I will I think is one of the best like short horror films I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, 
that's my bottom five. Uh, Shout out to Sean. the good Gareth. That's me. Um, uh, uh, more about Gareth Evans uh, a little bit later. Hmm. My number five uh, is a Tom Hanks movie called A Man Called Otto. Or at least which Finch, you would have made Alec. No, no, it, but it's got the it, it's got my same issue that Finch does. It's just like I love Tom Hanks and like he's good at what he does, but I'm just like it, this is gonna be a dumb point of comparison, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Like I like Reese's cups, and I also oh, I like Reese's, Reese's eggs, and I like Reese's Christmas trees, but they're all the same candy. Like and <laughs> right. it's just like it's just he's in this mode. It's happened to Jeff Bridges. It's like it's happened to a lot of Al Pacino. Like it's happened to a lot of great actors where they're just like now Al Pacino's just like bad now, but there, it's I, just I, this rut. And like I'm just eh, you know I didn't watch that movie, but I see this for some reason. I don't know if you all get this, but I get these these TikToks that are just like random film clips. And it's oh, like, yeah. they're not even like particularly like memorable scenes. I feel like, again, I feel like this is another thing that like some AI program has made, but it, th- this, this scene is from that movie and he's arguing about buying, like he's buying like, like a piece of string and he, they, they like they sell it like, the, yeah, the spring yeah, is like yeah, yeah. $3 a foot and he only buys like, he buys like six inches and, he, and they charge him for the whole foot and he's like, but I don't want it's, the whole, it's, it's like, oh my it's, god, it's what am fucking, I watching? It's like the, why are they, you know, why, it's 1031, why can't I get the breakfast sandwich? It's, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Like I, like, I like that movie. I mean, yeah. I, well, um, I, I don't know. I Actually, it doesn't hold up very well, but I, it's, I it's got its remember moments, liking like, it. Um, I actually, shit. I should send, you probably already watched it, but I watched this like film breakdown of it where it's like, it's pretty interesting. It talks about how yeah, it, I watch it's it, very, but, very close to being like, had something to say and that kind of, yeah, but that guy had, that guy had a lot of weird thoughts at the end of that video for the same one that I'm, we're talking about. Probably. Um, continue. Sorry. That, that, that TikTok thing made me think of, I very briefly ran a Twitter account that said who gift this, where I would just find gifts for movies like milk money and pay it forward. <laughs> and like, who made gifts out of this? Um, <laughs> My number four is also a Christmas cash grab movie. It was uh whatever the new Christmas story movie is called. I don't care what it's called, but it's also bad. And it's just mm. like, hey, remember the other Christmas story? Well, this oh, is yeah, you bad. were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, my number three is the aforementioned Flash, which is also my number three in our podcast movie. Uh, number two is Knock at the Cabin. Uh, remember that movie? Oh, that yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that made my list. Sucks, dicks. Uh, yep. it's real fucking bad. Poor David. That could Batista. also made your show, your show, Bob. It we also made mine. That. Yep. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, I got a lot of double dips. Uh, that David Batista is really good. The conceit of the movie is stupid. The plot resolution is stupid. And most of the acting is bad. And M. Night Shyamalan should be executed. My number one, um, <laughs> is a movie that came out in like late December, but nobody saw it till January. It is the Brendan Fraser vehicle, The Whale, which is one of the worst movies oh. I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, <clears throat> it, like, it's so bad. Like, I'm glad he won the Oscar for the fat suit because I like Brendan Fraser and he probably should have won it for Monkey Bone. But, like, he's not doing anything mm. special because there's nothing special to be done in the movie. It is the most, like, like it's yeah. boringly cynical, but also, like, boringly optimistic. Like, you know, I don't know what happened to Darren Aronofsky. Like, he, like, disappeared entirely into his own asshole. Like, it, yeah, it's another he- one of these... Let's let's take a play and make a movie out of it. But I didn't understand the play. And also, plays aren't movies. That's why they have plays. Like I just, it's <laughs> yeah. PJ that movie, movie, like that movie is so frustrating. And like I am kind of glad because 
I mean, you remember the show, but when that movie came out, like everyone was just praising it left and right. It has come back around where people are like, wait a minute, this movie is terrible. So it's like, well, it's we're, we're all, we were 10 toes down for the whale sucks yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, we were, we were, yeah, that was uh, what a fucking terrible ass movie. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think we've talked about this before, but Darren Aronofsky is like right there with Kevin Smith as guys that I used to really, really love. And they just suck. Like they're just yeah. terrible now. Like, like the wrestler's still great. I haven't gone back and watched Rec Room for a Dream or Pie, so I couldn't tell you. But his yeah. recent output is not. The Fountain, the fountain is great. Oh, the, the fountain's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fountain holds up. Uh, Gogs. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I don't have any Darren Aronofsky's on my list, but I do have. Uh oh. I swam in some deep water, turns out. In yeah, you watch a lot of Netflix garbage. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to open with, I want to put an honorable mention. It just barely made the cut off of the list. Was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. That movie sucks. Shock that you make the list. You've been talking about how bad that movie is. Well, because things were worse yet somehow. Um, <laughs> th- that movie sucks where it fucks and fucks where it sucks. I hate it. Oh, yeah. I hate it. I hate that it. That movie's like the number four highest ranked movie of Rotten Tomatoes yeah. this year or some shit. It's like way what? up there. Yeah, because it's it, is, it is, it is, it is normie catnip. Like if you're an idiot, you're just like, give me more. Mission Impossible. So, uh, eat shit. Uh, number five is David Batista's Knock at the Cabin. Uh, not good is what they should have called it. Not good at the cabin. Um, uh, catch your, catch your title, to be honest. Uh, number four was, uh, um, uh, subnautical, uh, shark free, uh, knockabout of pure garbage, Meg 2. Uh, that movie sucks shit. Um, and that was now, my, uh, yeah, that was my number three. Now, now we're dipping into the, to places where people haven't seen these things. Um, number three was, uh, Munchausen by proxy, a psycho kid, sex jaunt, drug movie, uh, a spoonful of sugar. Uh, that was bad. That, that was, movie I saw that. That was yeah, sex. John is also the best Philadelphia strip club. <laughs> that movie was just fucking confusing. And then like the the like the the twist is like like what like, no, huh? just, like it was that's all just just yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, was my, a shutter. The shutter missed on that. It was a, a rare miss for shutter. On well, I got two shutter misses Uh-oh. on my bottom five. Um, possibly three. I don't know when the remake of Children of the Corn came out. I know when it came out last year because I watched it and it's my number two. Uh, but I don't know if Shudder was involved. That movie oh. sucks. Um, you know what's cool about Children of the Corn? You never see the thing, he who walks behind the rose. When you, when you turn him into a vine monster that's like there <laughs> yeah. and it's like the worst CGI imaginable, it looked like Beast Wars. Like it was awful. Um, hey, hey, hey now. He means this I mean, show. Yeah, I mean, not Beast Wars, the film. It looks and like it looked. What was that? What was that one where it was about like hack reboot? Reboot? Yeah, yeah reboot. it looked like Grum from whatever <laughs> that was like. <laughs> the Pilgrims. Yeah, the Pilgrims. Uh, Children of the Corn remake. Children of the Corn OG still a banger. Children of the Corn remake, an abomination, possibly a war crime. And my number one is another Shudder original, Bad Things, a movie that I think they shot over the course of a weekend in an empty hotel. Bad Things? 
bad things. B A D space T H I N G S. Not to be confused with the uh, late '90s banger, very bad, very thing. bad things. Was so a this very was good regular movie. old regular old bad things. Uh, this movie sucked, and I hated every second of it. It sucked <laughs> so bad. I cannot not recommend this movie enough. Like, if you hate yourself, go get a Shutter subscription and watch Bad Things, and then you'll go, oops, shouldn't have done that. Um, Alec? Um, I guess I got three left. Um, my number, I forget what number it was because I started erasing stuff. Uh, my number, we'll say five, was Good Burger 2. Oh, like, yeah. that, movie. Said that was terrible. Was bad. I don't think I finished it. Did you try the burger yet, though? Did you go to Arby's and try the burger? No, I did not. If I go to Arby's, I get no burger. It's no. pretty good. I'm getting beef I, I run cheddar. <laughs> I mean, technically, a burger is beef. Shush. Um, yeah, that movie, that movie, was, that movie was awful. Um... The number two was the David Harbor vehicle. We have a ghost. He oh, doesn't oh, talk yeah. the whole time with Anthony Mackie in it. Um, that movie sucked. It's another, yeah. another silent film. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, people talk because he doesn't talk because he's he doesn't a ghost. Talk. Yeah. And like, of all the things you want David Harbor to not do, talk is not it because mm-hmm. he's a very good talker as far as an actor goes. Hey, he's, um, he's got a great he's got a great uh, cadence and yeah, I like his voice. Um and my number one regular bottom five movie wow. Across the Spider Verse. Burr, oh, burr, damn. Burr. damn. That movie's getting all of my grief tonight. Just catching not even catching strays, <laughs> catching direct shots. Lord oh, and Miller. Rough. Lord and Miller finally made a Sub, subpar movie. Mm, I think they made it. <laughs> it's a, it's a backbreaker. Yeah, oh. do better, do better. <laughs> they, Lord they Miller. made it. They, they definitely made it. Um. <laughs> so, Stalin, you still gonna go? No, I went already. He did. Uh, so now we got to everybody go. Yes, oh. everybody. Yep. So now, Goggs, you said you want to do our top movie, the podcast mm-hmm. movies now? No, bottom movie, the podcast. And that way we can end on a high note, which is our top oh. 2023 movies. Okay. So it's and so if we want to, you. if we want to, we can slide yeah. in. You know what? Now would be a good time for a little interlude. Get in all close. <laughs> okay. What all was right. everyone's biggest surprise on movie, the podcast this year? Uh, Alan. Rebel Moon. Bingo. Also mine. Also mine. Yeah, y'all are fucking insane. <laughs> my my alternate to that was Blue Beetle, but yeah, that was good. I enjoyed definitely that. Rebel Moon. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying Rebel Moon was good. Like, let's not go crazy. Don't get twisted. However, it was I, way better than it was led to be. I yeah. want to see the sequel. Like, I'm interested. Like, so if you would have told me I wanted to see the sequel to a Zack Snyder original Netflix movie, I'd be like. I no. I did. I have a stroke. No, this is impossible. But yeah, I, I, the, the jury's out on that one. Um, no, it's not like the biggest, jury came back and acquitted. <laughs> no, y'all are fucking nuts. Um, my biggest surprise was the guard. I thought that movie was that movie great. ruled, and I'd never seen it before. I'd never heard of it, and I thought it was awesome. Like I thought it was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, 
like kind of just came out of nowhere. Like again, like it got, I think Anthony recommended it and then we watched it. And I was like, wow, it was fucking great. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brendan Gleason. Brendan Gleason is amazing. Don Cheadle was really good in it. And, um, you know, I love the ambiguity of the ending, which I didn't really pick up on, but then the, the, you guys were like, taught, you know, I, I think it's interesting, like where that movie went. I, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I, I like too the like kind of, it's funny because he's also in it, but like, I like that kind of um, small Irish townshipness of the movie. Like it reminded me of Banshee's Banshee's Inner Sharon. Like there's just something about that vibe that I enjoy. I know it's a different time period, but like I I enjoyed uh, both of those movies. But I thought The Guard was excellent. I I thought it was really really good. Right on. Yeah, Anthony actually picked a good one. Yeah, it was a banger. It was a really good movie. And a fun, fun, interesting film, like a movie that definitely went a bunch of different ways. When it starts out, it's some weird, like, like there's a murder and there's like cult writing on the wall. I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about our bottom five movie, the podcast movies. Um, I guess we're back to TJ. Uh, my bottom five movie, the podcast movies. Um, I almost didn't put this on because I know we've talked about this before, but movies that are so bad, they're barely movies. I feel almost like they're should be disqualified, but I put this on anyway. My number five is pro wrestlers versus zombies. I almost made my bottom five, but I was like, it knows it's bad. Yeah, That's all I they made it all the not movie movies. See, it's also I, my bottom five. I paired it up with Monster Brawl. So if yeah, two, I, two I, half yeah. movies gives a yeah. full movie. Well, I think I, I think that these are the movies that killed WWE star. I think that's pretty much done now. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, I do, but but pro wrestlers versus zombies does get a slight uh bit of credibility because Gogs and I met that wrestler that was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. wild neon neon extreme or whatever his name yeah. was. Watching his fucking eyes light up when he we told him we saw his movie was unbelievable. And then watch him get crestfallen when you're like, Did you like it? And TJ looks at him dead and goes, It knows what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, I didn't go it fucking sucks. Like <laughs> your immediate reaction was ah. <laughs> and then ass. <laughs> Look, look, I, I am who I am. Okay. I can't give him, give it. he, uh, yeah, it's not his fault. But it, I mean, that was, that was, that was one of the fun moments. Like it was just one of the weird moments where the show clashes with like something outside the show. And it was just very odd because I think God said, we're like, we saw that guy was in the movie. And I'm like, what? Holy shit. <laughs> it was so weird. Um, but yeah, that movie was terrible but again yeah. i almost didn't include it because it's barely a movie but i already mentioned like the flash and stuff so um my number four is attack of the clones yeah i <laughs> forgot that's my number how, three i forgot how fucking bad this movie was oh my god is it bad and fuck all these like zoomers that are like it's actually the prequels are good like they're out of their goddamn minds uh, they need to stick out their gat for the Rizzler because this movie is trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, my number three, <laughs> my number three is uh, Lady Killers. The Lady my number one. Me and oh, TJ, my. three for three so far. I am the Lady Killers, dude. Like that movie, that movie hurt to watch. Like it's, it's like not only are you murdering uh, Tom Hanks, who I love. You're murdering the Coens, who I would argue that I love even more. I mean, I hold the Coens in very high regard. And just 
what are you doing in this movie? Like, I don't even get it. Um, like we pointed out in the show, it's like weirdly racist. Like, I just, I don't know, man. This movie was, it was so bad and not funny. Like the worst thing that you can do. Oh, touching father and son moment happening on the show. The worst thing. Also, why does Van look like an American gladiator? What was going on? With that <laughs> it's it's training it. before bed. Hell yeah. <laughs> that kid rocks. That kid yeah. kicks ass. Yes, he's the kid. dominator before he goes to his room or whatever. <laughs> it's it's called the eliminator, first of all. Hold on, I, no, Sean. I thought he meant Farouk's finishing. Oh, the, oh no, nobody <laughs> wants to take that. <laughs> um, but no, man, you the lady killer. Vance just hand biked up the stairs. The lady, <laughs> the lady killers was so fucking bad. Oh my god, it's my number terrible. one. It's the worst. Um, my I, I think two, I might have the same number one as TJ. My number two. Oh, I'm sure you do. My number two is Highlander 2. Um, oh, oh, we deviate now. Absolutely horrendous film that like I much in the same way that I expected The Counselor was a movie that like people didn't like. But I thought maybe I would find something to like about it. I kind of thought that Highlander 2 as like one of these like known worst movie ever movies. I thought it would still be like fun bad. You know what I mean? I thought there'd be like. You know, it, it was going to be terrible, but I thought it'd be, like, in, interesting to watch. No. Mm-mm, no. Like, there are, like, talking about it, like, was fun. And, like, when you break down certain scenes that don't make any sense, it's funny, like, outside of actually sitting down and watching, excuse me, watching the movie. But it's so boring and terrible. Like, I don't know how you can be so out there and so fucking weird. And be so fucking boring at the same time. Cause it doesn't make any sense. It should be interesting. There's lightning and decapitations and like a fucking sun sphere and all kinds of shit. There's weird like commercials on an airplane. There like there's sex like in the middle of the just, you know, yeah, you kill a guy and then you fuck this chick in the rain. Like there's like weird Blade Runner shit going on, but it is the most boring ass shit. I will say though, I enjoyed Gox's uh, breakdown of physics in the movie in the train scene. That was that was my personal favorite part of the show. Is I always like it when Gox breaks into science. I enjoy that immensely. Uh, and my number one, surprising no one, is Southland Tales. Of course, it's also is. mine. I, I fucking my number hate two. That. I hate that fucking movie. I mean, we watched that movie originally as my most hated movie like in my entire life and i don't know if that opinion has changed i no mine mine's galvanized it's like when uh, george foreman came out of retirement to fight michael moore and he was like 52 <laughs> years old and won the heavyweight championship it's like that but this movie came out of retirement and dethroned all the other terrible movies it's again. so it's so bad and you know what the thing is is that and I, you know this might be potentially cringy to say but like I'm much more like um I'm much more of like a leftist in my old age and I've read a lot more yeah. than I did when I saw this movie when I was whatever how Nothing old worse was. than a political movie that misunderstands politics so badly. Well, the, the 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 fucking like the the neo Marxists have yeah. nothing to do with Marxism and like I'm not going to sit here and talk about that. I know everything about fucking Marxism and, and being a leftist but like it was like you know it's more so than Richard bad. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's like it's just Everything about the movie is a miss. Like, and then you watch it and you're like, well, maybe, you know, I've seen so many different breakdowns of this movie and like people are like, well, it's intentional. And it's like, I don't think there's intentionality in this film at all. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be funny. And I don't think like 
you know, I think all of Richard Kelly's choices don't work. And like, I, I don't know. It's just, a, it's again, just like Highlander, right? Like when you break down certain aspects of this movie, it should be interesting, right? Like there's a weird like dance number that comes out of nowhere. At two, actually, I'm sorry. There are two dance numbers that come out of nowhere. Like John Lovitz is playing like, I don't even know, like the fucking Terminator out of nowhere. Like oh my the goodness. rock is kind yeah. of playing against character, which is, it should be more interesting than it is. And well, he thinks not. the whole idea of people playing against type is like a movie. Well, that's the like, whole that, movie, right? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's it. That's the entire movie. I will say it has that one good scene with Sherry O'Terry and, uh, what's that other guy's name? Wood, uh, what's his Wood name? Harris. Oh, no, it's Harris. Harris. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's <laughs> Amy, Amy Poehler. Or Amy Poehler, yeah. And they have that argument and they're wearing the prosthetic. That scene, that scene is hilarious. Like I, that is the only, that is like the, only bright spot in the whole movie. I love that scene. That movie, that that scene in that movie is absolutely hysterical. But man, that movie sucks. All right, uh, who's next? I forget what order we're already in. Sean, got uh, Sean. Sean's next. Yeah, that's me. Uh, my number five is recency bias. Is Ghoulies three? Yeah, uh, I, I, I love Ghoulies. <laughs> to be nigh unwatchable, uh, yeah, but we just talked fun. about it. So it's not twenty twenty four a nigh unwatchable film. Oh, before the movies. It counts. Yeah, I hope it's before the movie Molly's accounts. Okay. It counts. Yeah, yeah it, it's counts. still in our, our fourth quarter fiscal. So yeah, right, right. I forgot how our year works. My number four, I think I'm on an island with this, but is the pilgrimage with uh oh, fucking no, John Burnfall. I don't think anyone liked that movie. I liked it. it. You did liked you it. Really? I gave uh, it like I a seven or an eight. I did not like it. I, I hated it. I just, I found it like impossibly boring. Um, I just, man, like it's, it's, I couldn't hear it. And like, I didn't really understand the point of it at all. Yeah. It was about like a box and then they already had that. They like faked the artifact or something. And yes, just like, uh, my, the friends we made along the way. My number three (laughs) is a tie between the flash and uh multiplicity. Uh, I don't like multiplicity very much. I think it's like very like boomerish and wrongheaded. My number two is uh not good at the cabin, and my number one was Southland Tales. Southland Tales. I can't wait to watch um, it in like three more years when we decide to rewatch <laughs> it again. I was just I was just thinking to myself, Southland Tales for you guys is like the killer. Like you yes. watch it once every ten years just to make sure it's still <laughs> to make the sure worst. we <laughs> just to make sure it's still the worst movie you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd much rather suck a dick once every four years and watch that movie again. Oh, yeah. Call me. Um, so, <laughs> okay. uh, the, uh, what are you, my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe number five is, uh, math doesn't count- really work out on that one, but okay. <laughs> math doesn't work out in general. Number five is the counselor. Uh, that movie yeah, still sucks and it was my biggest disappointment. Don't need to go into it anymore. Number four surprises didn't make anyone's list. Uh, was Steven Seagal and Steve Austin's Maximum oh, Conviction. barely a movie. Forgot about and that movie. movie. Yeah, I that forgot about that. Sucks a pile I, of it. I forgot um, about that, and I went back and looked at all the movies we watched. I, there I was like, that was I around, there, forgot there, about that. There was like a two-month on Wii where it was just like everything <laughs> was like that. Was yeah, that a just, WWE Easter? No, it was after uh, we watched 71 and before we watched Over the Top. Oh. Huh. 
Yeah. Oh, no, it must have been the opening of WWE Easter because it was Maximum Conviction, then Over the Top, then Monster Brawl, then Pro Wrestlers versus. Oh Dolph. yeah, because Terry Terry Funk is in Over the Top, I think. Yeah, for like a yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the opening salvo of the last WWE Easter. So yeah. there's that. Well, um, doesn't mean to go on. Number three, Attack of the Clones. It sucks. Shit. Um, <laughs> number two, Southland Tales. See previous comment. It sucks. Shit. And number one. Um, I think I said, go to hell, Tom Hanks, uh, is the lady killers. That movie is the worst. That's a it movie where worse you, even hated, you even hated the cat in the movie. If I, I hated correctly. every, every inch of that movie, that movie is <laughs> just, and it's like so bad. And it's like people I like made it. And that makes it work. It's like finding out that, you know, well, I should say it's finally like TJ sells meth. I'm like, you know what? That's probably okay. We can work That's something out. I'm trying to think how you would have not that bad. I mean, no, no. I'm trying to think how you would have to disappoint me. Like, I don't it's know. Like, you it's like finding out Vince McMahon is a sexual predator. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or like you're like a strict Anne Randian or something. It's like, oh, come on, man. Stop. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But hide, that's I, it. I gotta hide the fountainhead that's on my bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. Hide that. Get, stop talking about reared in metal. Uh, Alec. <laughs> Um, so I got two left. Only someone that read the book would know that reference. <laughs> Nobody that read the Fountainhead would get tired of that reference. Um, I forget what numbers they were, but my my last two <laughs> bottom lists were uh, Bulletproof Monk. Oh, yeah, that was a, that's a shit good show. One. That was so bad. That movie sucked. <laughs> it's terrible. And I love <laughs> Stifler. Yeah. Dude, and I love Chow Young Fat. And that movie was garbage. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Bulletproof Monk, real bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, my final one for bottom was The Dark Tower. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was a good one. That was oh, I rough. That. That movie just, it's in, it's, it didn't even make sense. It was like, yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't. It was, and it shame. felt like, it, it felt like they, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. So they just, like, they were like, oh, we got, seven books to condense into one movie let's just not cover any of them let's just fucking do it like let's let's just do whatever yeah mm. just, make, just make it up as we go and the gall the fucking gall to end that movie on a cliffhanger like it's like here we go like uh, no i don't want any more nope. thank you sir no miss like, me with that i'm glad everybody's bottoms that's it yes. so now top five yeah. new releases Wildly uh, released films. Alec, your top five best 2023sers. Um, my top five. <laughs> um, we're gonna go Guardians of the Galaxy three. A good one. Almost made my list. Uh, fucking banger. Wait, hold on. Pause real quick. Gogs, have you revisited that? Or are you still? No, like I need. That? No, I, I I need to. It's you watched it's, it's it in, in, the, were, in a really bad mood. I was I, in a bad. I think I was in a bad place mentally. I'll. I really revisit. think you need to re- revisit that film. It's it's very good. I'll give it a whirl. I can I, admit when I'm wrong. I would argue that it might be the last good Marvel movie. Like I don't know. It was it was very good. I loved it. Um. Yeah, Guardians three. Uh, we'll say number four. Okay. We'll go Champions. Which is the, uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, I need to watch that. Mighty Ducks kind of movie where he gets pulled over for drunk driving. So he has to coach a team, but these basketball team is, uh, special Olympians. Really funny. 
It's like a mix between the Mighty Ducks and uh, that Johnny Knoxville movie. The Ringer? Uh, the the Ringer. Ringer. Yeah, The Ringer. But he's uh, – Woody Harrelson is just the coach. It's really funny. And it's just like in The Ringer, like, it doesn't take any shots at, like, mentally challenged or handicapped people at all. I'm not sure. I'm using the right terms. Every the Woody Harrelson is the butt of every joke. And it's hilarious. Um, and he fully like embraces it. He like he loves it. And Woody Harrelson loves playing basketball, so I think he just loves doing basketball movies. Woody Harrelson's a gem. See that um, real one. Oh, number three is Creed Three. That is yeah. my number two. Really good. The Jonathan Majors documentary Creed Three. <laughs> yeah. That movie is excellent. Um God damn, Michael B. Jordan. That was his directorial debut, I believe. Yeah, just right. like hitting, hitting like not even grand slams. Like he hit like a multi ball from Futurama right back multi-ball. into the sport. It's fucking um, Burns ball. Uh, like it's tough, right? Because he, you know, the second one's kind of like. I mean, I think most of us like the second one, but it's not great. I like it. And then yeah. the third one comes way up, which is a weird track for trilogies. That almost never happens. And I, I do like how he kind of went fucking Dragon Ball Z or the fight at the end and did something different. Yeah, that at least was we haven't cool. seen it. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, good job, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Too bad you're dead in the MCU. Yeah. Um, it is, it is bring, too bad. Don't, to don't bring him back. And they just got I mean, up with those white women and now we can't have a good movie. We can, we can have a multiverse uh, Michael B. Jordan come back and be a bad That's, guy. It, I would be shocked if they don't actually. No, he'll come back and be a good guy. Like I'm, they're gonna. I'm so tired of these multiverses, but that's what they're gonna do. I, I guarantee it. He's too popular of an actor not to have him bring him back. Yeah, I mean they brought him back for a cup of coffee in uh, Wakanda Forever. He, he was really Wakanda good. Forever. He was good in that. Um, Ninja Turtles. Number two. Yeah, that movie was great. That movie absolutely fucking slaps. And like, rules. that might have the best soundtrack of any movie ever. Insanely oh, yeah. good. It's so funny. Like, it's legitimately <laughs> like a hilarious comedy. But also, the milking like, shit is so funny. Yeah. yeah. You got a milking machine. <laughs> Why do you think everybody wants to milk you? What does that machine <laughs> say? <laughs> I told you. I love I the God, too in that movie. Like the God sent, a, so cool. sent me a reel of them just saying bacon, egg, and cheese the other day, and I was like bacon, laughing out loud. <laughs> we outside. It's it's nice, too, that the Ninja Turtles are canonically black now. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it's nice they're canonically teenagers, and they're canonically from New York. Like, it's, yeah. like, perfect. It's pitch Such perfect. a great. I hope that they, they're making another one, right? They said they're they, making yeah. another one. I, God, I hope so. It's so good. It's my number two. It was a lot of fun in that. Yeah, it's my number three. Um, and my number one is a movie that I'm glad I told TJ to put in the Plex last week. Uh, next, oh, it was next, good. Next goal wins. Uh, the new Taika Waititi movie is it good? Out. Is must be. I'm watch it. Absolutely excellent. No, it sucks. It's my number uh, one. Movie number one. <laughs> Michael Fassbender is <laughs> so goddamn good. Um. It's really sweet. It's, 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 I mean, we've all seen a bunch of Taika Waititi movies. We know his sensibilities and what he does in movies. There's going to be some fun action. There's going to be some hilarious comedy beats that like have you rolling on the ground. And there's also going to be some super like sad 
turmoil. And this hits all those beats and he nails it all absolutely perfectly. It's set in American Samoa. So you have those like silly New Zealand accents all through the movie and it's Love it. so funny. Um, and it's really good. And Michael Fassbender is, a uh, Michael Fassbender is really good in it. Um, Will Arnett's in it for a little bit. Reese Darby's in it for a little bit. Uh, is that Murray? Yeah, yeah it's Murray Hewitt. Most, always- pretty much the whole cast is uh, like Pacific Islander. Like nobody. Oh, uh, the guy who played Baron so was in it for a little bit. Oh, no shit. Uh, like Young Rock from, from Young Rock. He didn't play Baron Soa, but he played a uh, Baron Soa's son. Um, he's in it for a little bit. Um, and that guy is just a fucking monster. Like, yeah, of a really. human, like, when he's standing next to Fassbender, he's, like, literally, like, a full head taller than him. And I'm pretty sure Michael Fassbender is a fairly tall guy. At least he's reasonably, tall. reasonably tall, like. I know he's got a huge hog, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, his dick is fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't watch Shame. I, I like that movie. Well, yeah, but you don't want to be embarrassed by this guy's huge crank. I mean, I'm embarrassed by most people's penises, but that's besides the point. But yeah, man, next goal wins fucking, it like, it kills it. It's so good. I'm, gl- I, I I need, I'm glad he bounced back because, I, you know, Thor was kind of hit and miss. Sounds like it's based on a true story. It and, is. And it's based on a documentary by the same name from 20. Well, you almost, you almost feel bad for the Thor thing because he made a really interesting and fun move and they're like, oh, do that again. Can you like, do it oh, again? I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I can it's, do it again. It definitely right. felt that way. Yeah. I, yeah. Agree with you on this. I don't know. I thought the third Thor was still a lot of fun. It was, uh, it, uh, it was okay. It, I didn't I feel hate like it as much as everybody else. I just didn't. It's not Ragnarok. That's the problem. It didn't hit, I, it didn't hit as hard. I'm like thumbs in the middle. It's fine. Yeah. But like nothing's it's better. Be, too. It's, it's going to be hard to hit right. Ragnarok is like, yeah, that's yeah. Tops, like, top sure. three Marvel movie. Like it's but so like, fucking good to Sean's point. Like, I think that like there's elements of that movie that are really good. Like I think all the gore stuff is great. And then it felt like, well, you got to make it more like Ragnarok. So like, the the like everything outside of gore feels kind of tacked on and like jammed together. But then when they they finally get together with like the main plot, it really worked. Like the end, like I don't know, half an hour is awesome. Like I thought that that part's really great. Like, again, it's not terrible. It's not. Yeah, and it's, it's a not weird, the dark world for God's sake. It's sense. a it's a weird Marvel movie in the sense that it's like the one. It's like the one movie they decided to like keep it a manageable time. Yeah, like it's that, only like an yeah. hour and thirty-five minutes. Like, yeah, every other movie fun. gets two hours plus. So, like, this is the one coming off of Ragnarok, which made a billion dollars. They're like, let's let's trim this down and keep it keep yeah. it a tight, reasonable amount of time. I'd love to see like a director's cut of it. But anyway, anyway, next goal wins is fucking excellent. Like, Tango Atiti has passed Matthew Vaughn as like my favorite wow. director. Like everything he does is just gold. I still haven't seen Boy, his first movie. I need to. I want to watch that at some point. Yeah, um, whatever the else he's done is solid gold, baby. Yeah, Hunt solid, for the solid Wilder gold. People is amazing. That's yeah, Hunt see for that. the, like Hunt for the Wilder People is amazing. And then he, I think he followed that up with what we do in the shadows, 
No, didn't which he is do, or was it the other way around? He, other way around. Wait, didn't he do? Did he do Eagle versus Shark? Or oh whatever yeah. It? Uh, I think that's before Hunt for the Wilder People. God, like everything he's done is just so fucking good, though. I like that Eagle versus Shark movie a lot. That is funny, and that yeah. Jimmy Clement is such a fucking asshole in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he finally gets his comeuppance, kind of. Did he direct that? Like, maybe yeah, he, he did. did. It's Eagle versus Shark, then Boy, then What We Do in the Shadows, then Hawaii. Come here, Molly. Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, Love and Thunder, and Next School Wins. Jojo Rabbit, bang. Jojo Rabbit is great. That movie's just a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Um, did, did I go first? Yeah, you went first. Yeah. I don't remember the order. I think it's me, it's Alec, then me, then Sean, then, yeah. then, then Gogs. Gogs. Um, my top five wildly released films. I want to do two quick honorable mentions without going into it because they'll probably show up somewhere else. But it's a tie between Evil Dead Rise and When Evil Lurks. Um, When Evil Lurks is my number one. Both those uh, wow. movies rule. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I gotta say it. Yeah, those movies. Both those movies take a pile of ass. Evil Dead Rise was such a pleasant surprise. Dogs, where's Zishu on your list so we can tag up on that one? Uh, it's it's number seven, so it didn't make my top. Oh, oh okay. Evil uh, Dead Rise. I'm sorry, number eight. Evil Dead Rise should have made my list. It barely, like I really loved it, but I watched a lot of really good movies this year. So it just if we did a top six, it would be in there. My 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 top five is like going to be very normy heavy. So here we go. Uh, number five was actually Barbie. I liked that movie a lot, a lot more well, than I, I expected to. It. Need to watch um, it. That's fine. I know Sean didn't yeah. care for it, but I thought it was really good. I don't think, but Sean um, didn't hate it either. He, no, I just yeah. like again, it's, it's, it's ham-handed it's, feminism. Well, it's not that. It's the it's the misunderstanding the politics in the same way that Southland Tales does. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Thought Gosling was great in it. Thought Margot Robbie was great in it. What that? And Sean hate. hate. Yeah, I hate all um, women, trans women included. Uh, my number just because they're my women. number. Th- Number four is uh, Godzilla minus one. I Godzilla minus that movie. Godzilla minus one is my number five. I love it that is, movie. I loved it. I thought it was uh, like just an like it's. I don't know. I, it's up there with Shin Godzilla, but it's like bad. It's it's super good. Like it's a great story, and like I don't know. I I love. I want to see the black and white cut of it. I don't know why. It's just a cash grab, but I still want to see it. Um. <laughs> It's it's cool. It's quiet. It's it's for for being a gigantic monster destroying an entire island of people. It's a quiet, personal, like small movie, and it's like just dealing with loss and regret and like the implications of your decisions and like are you a coward? Like like then can you redeem yourself? Like it's fucking awesome. Um, this is why I said that I thought Alex. 2024 disappointment would be this. My number three is Into the Spider Verse because even I think I knew that's that my we number getting, five. I I, we, I knew we were getting a part two, so I was braced for it. And up until the part two part, I was there the whole time, and I'm but, yeah, very excited I, to see the next. Yeah. I don't disagree with Alex's take on it at all. It's just no. like the rest of the movie carried it for me because if it, if it had ended any differently, it would have been like in my top two. 
if I had not known that it was going to come, if I had come in not knowing it was going to be a part two, it would have been jarring and I probably would have been really pissed about it. But I was ready for it. And I was but like, it okay. was a very lazy way to end that movie. And I came in knowing there was going to be another part. Yeah. But at the end of the first one, I knew there was going to be another one. And the way they right. handled the first one is just. They gave you a complete movie. Yeah. They gave you a complete movie and you see like a, a hint of how it's going to keep going. And it's not even so much that it, it stops with the to be continued. It just stops so abruptly. Like it finally gets a good amount of momentum going and then it just ends like yeah. it, penetration, penetration. Then it just kind of ends like that's the problem, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but I no, no, I still loved it. Um, my number two, we already talked about it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just like it's the best Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, it's it is just an absolute triumph. I think it's gone on ever since it's been available. It's been heavy repeat in my house. Like I think it's getting like an extra bump because me and my kids just love to sit down and watch it together because it's just tremendous. The scene, I for the life of me, like. Alec mentioned it, the soundtrack rules, but like, um, when the, the no diggity fight montage scene that goes oh, all side scrolly old boy is so much fun. Like it is just like the way it cuts between everything. It's perfect. Ice cubes. Great in it. Um, I loved it. I just love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, would it have been your number, number one if April O'Neil wasn't overweight? Uh, it would have been, yeah, it would have been easily my number one if it wasn't for that. Um, how am I supposed to fuck that? <laughs> yeah, why am I supposed to jack yeah, that's off a, That's a, that's a, oh, God, I was, Gogs was texting me as he was watching the, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my that's number also one. Gogs sounds off the mic, by the way, everybody. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, number one, uh, my number one is, uh, it's you know super normie pick, but I don't give a rat's ass. Killian Murphy yeah. is Oppenheimer. Um, uh, Oppenheimer is my Oppenheimer is my number three. If he doesn't win Best Actor, it's a crime. You sit there and he just dissolves into like it's he's perfect in it. Like he is everyone's great in it, and he is perfect in it. Josh Hartnett is just doing the best oh, work damn. he's ever done yeah, he in came his out. entire life. He's in it and. But Killian Murphy is per- – and then the whole movie – we talked about it on the show when we talk about it. The fact that the whole movie – the only thing you expect to see in the movie is the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You don't, you don't right? see it. it. It's like if Titanic didn't hit the iceberg. You're like – it's everything around it. It is a brilliant choice. It is yeah. an amazing movie. Um, It, it really was like – I, I can't believe it stood up to the hype, but it is it, – it was tremendous. Uh, okay. Sean. I'll run through mine real quick. Uh, my number five was a tie between Into the Spider-Verse and a movie that I wasn't sure exactly when it came out, but it's listed in two different years as uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Infinity Pool. Infinity which is Pool a mo- is my number four. Yeah, Nice. So. Which is a movie you've talked about a lot. And, I like, loved it. I thought it was Brandon great. Cronenberg's a super good director. I think we all loved his uh, last movie that we saw. Did Alec, did you see it? What was it? Is that, sir? No. Is that, oh, is that Sean, have you seen, Sean, have you seen Antiviral? With Chris Evans? No. No, the puncture. Got, no, I don't think it's I've seen that. It's got that guy that played Banshee in first class. I can't, he's got oh, a yeah, real yeah. Irish no, name. I haven't seen like it. Caleb something or other. Yeah. You watch that. It's really good. Okay. I think you'd like it. It's, I mean, 
you know, he's he's a very much like a like Yargos Lanthimos where he his movies kind of live and die on their premise. Like he always has yeah. some weird premise and the antiviral premise is like pretty interesting. So I think um, it, I, it's, I'm pretty sure it's on the Plex. If it's one not, of the few it. directors that's better than their famous director father. So take that Sofia Coppola, I guess. Um, <laughs> my number four is Sishu. I didn't see John Wick four, but it is like a fun revenge splatter movie. That um, movie's great. Another movie we've talked about a lot. My number three is uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. My number two is Creed Three, and my number one is uh, you know it's good because it's French and it's still number one is Smoking Causes Coughing, which is oh my God. Of... technically I don't think that's technically a 2023 movie. That's the well, only it, it, it got released in the United States in 2023. I wanted to put it on there because I love that fucking movie. That movie is uh, so good. We've all talked about it to death. Like it's so much fucking fun, and like. The fucking bucket of blood, like just the puppets, <laughs> the, the talking fish, the, the fucking emperor of the universe that's like getting yelled at at dinner, like so, that movie's so fucking good. So I watched. I just happened. Somebody clipped uh, some of Meet the Feebles the other day. I was watching. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the rat puppet in Meet the Feebles is the rat puppet in Smoking Causes Coffee. <laughs> no it looks exactly like. Have you seen Meet the Feebles, Sean? Yeah, years ago. Like, like, look it up, and you're like, I think it's the same fucking puppet. If not, it's definitely modeled after that puppet. I, like, blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, smoking causes coughing. Causes coughing fucking rocks. It's one of the, like, yeah. my favorite movies, period. Like, I that love it. That fucking movie's so good. Like, and it's so original. TJ, go ahead and run through your list so we can all say that we're looking forward to Dune and wrap this up. Oh, uh, mine's, mine's not that. Uh, oh. Actually. I, I switched it up because I figured everybody say Dune too. Uh, but anyway, no, my, uh, my top five, uh, I think everyone mentioned, oh, there's one that, that nobody mentioned. Godzilla minus one can't, that's my number five. Cannot recommend that movie enough. Um, it's not as good as Shin Godzilla to me, but I think what it's, it's, I think it's an amazing movie. It's more accessible than Shin Godzilla. Like I think Shin Godzilla is like, almost too like insane at times but i well you also it. have to understand like a bit about the bureaucracy of japan or whatever like yeah. the, just to yeah anyway um i highly highly recommend godzilla minus one even if you're not like a monster a movie monster guy like it's a very good movie and you care about the characters like a lot like gog said uh, i loved it i seen it i saw it twice uh, I thought it was great. Can't wait till it comes out on home video. I can't wait to watch it again. And yes, I called it home video. I'm that mm. old. Um, I'm number four. Home video. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Infinity Pool, a movie Sean just talked about. Um, it came out real early in the year. I think it came out in like January or February. And I said when I saw it, I was like, this is going to stay in my top list all year because I. I adored it. I I lot. It's a very polarizing movie, even amongst like film nerds. And I loved it. I thought it was great. It's very polarizing I, between people that are correct and people that are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great movie. I fucking loved it. My number three is Oppenheimer. Um, that movie, the biggest com- uh, compliment I can give to that movie is that movie is super fucking long, but it does not feel long. And uh, I've never heard that before in my life. Um, it's great. It's full of amazing performances, like Gog said. Um, it's a movie that is... Again, I I think it's like clever misdirection, maybe, but like it's a movie that Christopher Nolan couldn't stop talking about. You have to see it in fucking IMAX 70 and all. But it's literally just a movie about guys talking in rooms like it. There's no action in the whole fucking movie It is just guys talking. And I love guys talking in in rooms. It's one of my favorite genres. I 
I told you a few years ago, like I love that fucking movie Darkest Hour, and that is the most guys talking in rooms movie. Yeah, you, you hate will ever Star see. Wars episode two, which is a guys talking in rooms. Well, the dialogue sucks. <laughs> it's a difference. Um also, shout out to friend of the show, Macon Blair, who is in a fucking Christopher Nolan movie, which yeah. is so fucking weird. But I swear to God, you say your number two movie's Killers of the Flower Moon, I'm never speaking to you again. No, I didn't like it. I was going to talk okay. about that show next week. I did watch okay. it. I did not care for I, it. I'm not I don't think it's a three and a half hour movie. Miss me. With I watched it, it two two sittings. I But it's yeah. anyway, I'll talk about it next week. Uh, my number two is Poor Things. Yargos Lanthimos is yeah. movie. It almost that. made number one. It's it's excellent i think i talked about it on the show briefly i i loved it i think it's i hope emma stone gets uh best actress i thought she was great in it willem dafoe is great in it the the design and the look of the world is great the message of the movie is really cool i thought it was just a very creative interesting movie and like it's still weird like it's still his brand of like weirdness but also like i feel like it's almost like set in like this kind of fairy tale reality where I think it's a lot more digestible. I think people, I haven't really heard like the normie consensus on this movie, but like, I think the thing that will turn people off to this movie is how sexual it is. Like it's again, it's about like the sexual awakening of this girl. And uh, I think that'll turn people off, but overall it's a really good movie and like funny too. I, I really, really loved it. Uh, But my number one is when evil lurks. Uh, I mean, it's a, I mean, it is one of the most oppressively nihilistic horror movies I've ever seen. And it's a, like a movie where like, I constantly talk about horror movies where they don't take enough risks. Like I, I loved evil dead rise, for example, loved it. Thought it was great. My one problem with that fucking movie is the little girl, the youngest daughter has plot armor in that whole fucking movie. And I said it before. And I think I said it on the show. If I made that movie, the little girl will be the first one to die because if you do that, then you don't know what the fuck is going to happen the rest of the movie. Well, let me tell you that when Evil Lurks does that shit in spades, you yeah. no one is safe. Uh, it is just so like insane, and the world building that they do in the movie is very subtle, and like the acting is really good. And I just thought it was like super creative and super original. I, I loved it. I thought I think it. I can't say enough good things about When Evil Lurks. It's a shame that it's a foreign movie, so a lot of people won't watch it, specifically horror fans, because they're dumb and they can't read. Um, but it's a great movie. I highly recommend it. It's a, it's on Shutter. Check it out. If you, if you like, if you want something different in the horror sphere, definitely check it out. So I love can it. I ask, can I ask you something real quick about this? Of course. Uh, cause I loved it too. Um, I just looked up dude that made it. His name he made one other movie. Well, it, it, it's, I always see it on Shudder, and I, I never click on it. Terrified? I've never watched it. Uh, Chris Parks watched it. He said it was pretty good. He said it wasn't nearly as good as uh, When Evil Lurks, but... Okay. Whatever the next thing... Have... Sure. Go ahead. Can I have two guesses at your most anticipated movie? We'll see Absolutely. how well I know you. We'll move into that category now. Uh, most anticip- anticipated movie of this year. My first Please guess finish. is Alex Garland's Civil War. No, but okay. it's definitely up there. If there's an honorary mention, I um, I definitely am pumped for that movie. My uh, second guess is Furiosa. No, surprisingly oh, shit. enough. Okay. No, it okay. is it is the Tom uh Tom Hardy uh Gareth Evans vehicle Havoc. Um, I don't even. 
Gareth Evans and Tom Hardy are teaming up, and it's enough. It's Gareth Evans getting back to his roots. It's going to be a. They described it as a bloody, like martial arts, like crime movie, and I'm like in, 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 in. I think Gareth Evans is like highly underrated, and I've really loved everything he's made. Um, I think Apostle is one of the most underrated fucking movies in so the last ten good. years. Like I love that fucking movie, and him getting back to like action. And I mean, I like I think that, like I, I the raid I, again. How many times have we brought up the fucking raid on the show? Like it's one of the best action movies like ever made. And I'm really and I love Tom Hardy. So those guys getting together, sign me up. Uh, okay. so I'm ex- I'm really excited for Havoc. But all the movies you mentioned, very excited for. Um, so yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I forget the order. Sean, I think. Right. It's uh, yeah. Madam Web is my most anticipated. Uh, <laughs> I'm predicting. I'm predicting that is going. Well, no, it's not disappointing. That, that's probably going to be on the worst of list. We, and we, yeah. I guarantee we will watch that on. Well, the well we have to. It's part of the yeah. Sony verse because I think yeah. uh, doesn't Venom come out next year too? Possibly. Yeah. Does it? Uh, Another yeah. Venom comes, oh, comes out. Well, not, comes out next fall. Something yeah, to look my, forward to. My number one's Dune too. Like I'm glad of, of course, like all the yeah. things that have gone wrong in the world. We live long enough to get these Dune movies. Like so, I'm assuming that's also Gogs's, but I don't want to speak for him. No, it's my. It's two years in a row. My movie I'm looking forward to next year is Dune too. Uh, oh, maybe maybe it could be like be with uh, New Mutant to get delayed again. It could right be like now. three or <laughs> yeah. four years in a row. It's my new movie. It's my most exciting, like most anticipated movie for the rest of my like life. It's just I can't. Dogs is gonna die by March. I mean, I might. And you're gonna (laughs) buy that. You're gonna buy that sandworm popcorn holder and fuck it in the theater. Yeah. I mean, who? I mean, how could you not? It looks so luxurious. The (laughs) Latissi. Yeah. Yeah. Shia 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 Latissi. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I Dune, I, I can't wait to see fucking Dune two. I loved Dune. I just um. Uh, Every time I hear Dune tune, I just think of of Willie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, two, let's hope. Hopefully, we get it in twenty twenty four. If not, it'll be my most anticipated movie twenty twenty five. Alec. Um, there's a whole bunch I'm excited for. Uh, Deadpool three, Civil War, Dune, Ghostbusters. Rebel Moon oh, yeah. comes out in like a month. Hell yeah. Um, the Dope. Fall Guy. Oh yeah, that looks oh, yeah. cool as hell. Yeah, uh, the new Quiet Place movie. Um, but the most, one I'm most excited for actually comes out maybe this week. Uh, Argyle. Oh, oh yeah. Argyle looks awesome. The new Matthew Vaughn movie looks fucking tremendous. Looks really yeah, it looks good. looks really good. I'm pumped for that. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I was saying this when I saw Alec and TJ this weekend. I'm, I want to put, do we put bets on it? It's a backdoor Kingsman oh, no. movie, and Agent Argyle is someone from the Kingsman. Oh. Maybe I don't. Is he a guy that really does he connected? own that property? Yeah, I, I think so. Know. I think he wrote both of them. Like he owns. He, I think he's, he that's no, his. he co-wrote it with Mark Miller. Yeah, because it was a comic series first. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm oh. very excited. But I want to say he was involved in the comics too. Like I anyway. I, I don't know. But maybe, maybe I don't know. It's possible. It is. I mean, it's similarly like connected. Well, like, I say this every year, but we've made it through the what shit. We're getting pushing up on a decade. We've been through a couple marriages, a couple divorces, some moves, a lot of stuff going on. And I love you, boys. And like, oh, love you too, buddy. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys the rest of the year, not necessarily watching any of the movies that we're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. We're gonna see some things. So what uh what is what are what is February? Do we have a February? Um so we might not. Black History Month uh, too. No, we don't have a February. We have a March is John Good March. We don't good. have we don't have a February. Let's see. Uh do we got a theme? Off the top of our head, besides Black Fistery, that is a solid one. But we what was the one. one we were talking about? Me and you texted some shit. It wasn't Chow Yun Fat, but it was something. Some Chow Yun like February. <laughs> and, uh, Valentine's Gay. <laughs> we didn't we do that before, did we? So we did similar. labor labor gays. Labor gays. <laughs> um. <laughs> That was our best bump ever. It was yeah, a tremendous. There was nothing but good movies. Um, um, shit. We can we can do Black Fistery Month. I don't mind that. It's a leap I mean, year. Is there is there a way to make this a leap year joke? Because we get twenty we'll nine days. Jumper. Ago. It's all movies. <laughs> yeah, jumper. Yeah, do, yeah, do leap. We can do leap year, and it's uh all time travel movies. I think we've done Ooh, time travel movies. We've done, done, we've done a lot travel. of them. There's a lot of time travel movies. What about so just jumping films? Films where you jump. White men can't yeah. jump. White men can't jump. The Chris Cross <laughs> music video. Uh, the Van Halen music video. Uh, <laughs> right, come on, we got to think of something. Uh, what uh, else happens in February? Valentine's Day. Primary seasons. I don't President, know. Uh, President's Day, but we've already done that. Mm-hmm. We did President's Day. No. I can't believe we don't have a February. How did we not think of this? I failed. I did failed we do Febu? Have we done Febu Gary? Which is <laughs> oh, just oh, like, just Gary, 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 Gary Sinise, Gary Oldman, Gary yeah. Busey, Febu yeah, Gary. Okay, in Febu Gary. All right, sure. Uh, <laughs> guys, you know the Gary movie that comes to mind? Oh, never mind. It was November. It was Show Kasugi. It was Showvember. <laughs> Showvember. Um, like I'll come up with a I'll come up with a Gary film. We can watch Lethal Weapon Two. We can watch Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> what like, like Glenn Gary Ross? The title doesn't have to be. It just um, let's see here. Uh, you know we can I can finally I, watch I got, True Romance no, one of these no, days. I got one. I got. I was one. thinking about that actually. Gary Busey, Predator Two. Hell yeah! I feel like. It's time for us to review it Predator 2. Fucking ten. Right. Like, it's going to be perfect. I oh, can't yeah. wait. Oh, my God. You've made my day. I'm right. so I'm busy. Busy. I, I got a shit, this though, so I got to get off. For Predator 2 is fucking horrendous. But <laughs> All right. Predator 2 next week. Welcome to February. We'll see <laughs> you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye, boys. <laughs>